On Wednesday, October 20th, there were remains found and a notebook and backpack belonging to Brian Laundrie in the Mayakahatchee Creek Environmental Park. It has been since confirmed that it is indeed Brian Laundrie's remains and they were identified through dental records. Now the reserve was closed for five weeks since the middle of September when we found out that Brian Laundrie was no longer at his parents' home. And the reserve had been closed for five weeks in search of Brian Laundrie. There was the FBI and also Northport Police. Now, the Lee County Sheriff, his name is Carmine Marcino, he was talking and said that there were treacherous conditions in the reserve, which we know it was very vast. And he said that there was chest high water full of snakes and alligators. He said they are very, very difficult conditions. You're searching in areas that you just can't walk up and look. It's not like you're searching a house or a car. These areas are huge and they're covered by water. And Brian was actually found about two to three miles inside the Carlton Reserve, he said, or about a 45-minute walk from the entrance of the Mayakahatchee Creek Environmental Park, which we know the Mustang was parked at that park um, back in September. And on September 14th, there was a note on the vehicle that said, you know, it needed to be removed. So then on October 19th, the park was then open to the public, which is just a day before Brian Laundrie was found. And Brian's parents, Chris and Roberta, they wanted to go search on the 20th now that the, the park had been made public. So they went to revisit the area where they said that Brian would like to go. And Roberta and Chris, their lawyer, Steve Bertolino, he said they kind of knew his favorite spots. They had told law enforcement from the beginning where Brian would most likely be in the areas of the park. Now, if we rewind a little bit, we know that Brian Laundrie's parents did search the park way back in September when they saw that his Mustang was there and Brian didn't come home. Then Chris Laundrie, a few weeks ago, was with the FBI searching again in the area. But from our understanding now, the water levels have receded and that's why they were able to find Brian. So Steve Bertolino talked to Chris and Roberta and he said, you know, we'll give the heads up to law enforcement and you guys can go and search. But to be clear, I talk with the laundries at least twice a day for the last month. And when I spoke with them on Tuesday evening, Chris informed me that he wanted to go to uh, the reserve on Wednesday with Roberta. They wanted to know if I thought that was a good idea. We talked about it. I said, it absolutely is a good idea and it's fine, you should go. But are you concerned about being followed by the press? They indicated to me that they were concerned about the press, but they were willing to, to deal with it as they've been dealing with it. I said, I think it's a good idea to notify law enforcement. And I did so through a text message to my contact at the uh, Northport Police Department. The responsive text message was a very short, thank you for the heads up. Wednesday morning, when Chris and Roberta were at the preserve at, at 7 a.m., law enforcement was there respectfully to accompany them. And what I was told afterwards that their main purpose or concern was that the press didn't harass the laundries uh, through, the, uh, through the preserve. Did they ask you to contact the police? No, they did not. Obviously, you know, it was something that I suggested and it, it's a good thing that we did. Um, you know, it's, it's, 
Imagine what the public would be thinking if the police weren't there. Imagine what the public would be thinking if a lot of this wasn't caught on video. And still, with an independent reporter and a representative of law enforcement from a local agency, a representative from the FBI being present, and you still have these nonsensical people putting forth ideas that certain items were planted. You've called that now hogwash. That you've called that you've called the suggestion that the suggestion that items that were planted were hogwash. Why is that? I'm sorry, we were speaking over one another. Can that, you repeat that? Yes, of course. You have suggested that any claims that the laundries planted items in the reserve is hogwash. Why? Marnie, I thought I was very clear in just explaining to you why. If, if you've got the FBI, the local PD, an independent news reporter all there at the same time seeing the same thing, you've got quote unquote surveillance of the laundries 24 seven by protesters and, and people of the press. When did you think this, the, these items were planted? And do you really think the, the laundries had skeletal remains of their son? you know, in a plastic bag and brought them to, to the preserve. Do you realize how ludicrous that is? How aggravating, how maddening it is to even hear those things? And the fact that it's being put out there by the press as well, that's where my level of frustration and anger is coming from. So on the morning, Wednesday, October 20th, they went to the reserve and they started looking for Brian. Now it says that they found what was a dry bag and it said including a backpack, a notebook, a dry bag and some clothing. But the notebook was found outside of the backpack. Now there was an FBI profiler who was talking about the notebook and he said if that notebook contained for example information that could have been admissions, it could be projecting blame or rationalization, all that information could help in the determination. So. Um, as it stands when Brian was found, there was only partial remains and they used his dental records to confirm that it was Brian. It also said that the notebook was clearly wet when it was found outside of a dry bag, but it is possibly salvageable. And they said they are going to use any potential means to dry that out before opening it. They have to be very careful with it. Also, Mark O'Mara was talking, he's a criminal defense attorney and former prosecutor, and he said to CNN that the FBI will have some luck retaining some of the notebook due to the advancements of forensic technology. He says, so I think there's going to be great information to come from that because even if there is bleeding amongst the ink and the pages, they have done a great job with even much older items that they find. Now, we're all wondering what's in that notebook. Is it just drawings? Did Brian write something? Did Brian commit suicide? Did something else happen to Brian? And, um, you know, all these are left up in the air right now. But hopefully there is something in that notebook that's, well, first of all, truthful. And second of all, maybe that would shed some light and also uh, give some understanding. I don't know if they'll ever understand, but maybe give some answers to Gabby Petito's family. Now, I'm gonna play a clip from Steve Bertolino. He's pretty riled up the day that they found Brian or the day that they confirmed Brian as well. He spoke to several outlets. Have a listen to what he has to say. 
Explain to our viewers, because we've heard from so many people over the last several weeks on this case, but we've never heard from the laundries, and there's a reason for that, correct? Absolutely, and I've said several times, I, I said it over a month ago, the reason you haven't heard from the laundries is because I told them not to talk to anybody. I've taken the heat on that, I've accepted the heat on that, and as I've said even last night, as you know, any attorney, any defense attorney, and anybody who went to law school will tell you the same thing. You do not talk under any circumstances. And any pundit who goes on TV and says, oh, I have a law degree and this is immoral and unethical, you know what? You are wrong. This is the job and the role of a defense attorney. You tell your client, do not talk to law enforcement. Period. End of story. So after these items were found, Chris and Roberta were told to go home. They said they found something and to go home, and they did. Now, when it comes to Brian's remains, the FBI profiler also said that it's possible that Brian could have been dead for the entire month. And he said, it's going to be much more difficult to make a good, solid determination as to the cause and manner of death unless there's some kind of major serious trauma to the skull that can be identified. There might not be a way to determine how he died. If he drowned, for example, there wouldn't be any evidence of that on his skeleton. And when the FBI did a press conference, one of the things they said was, as you are aware, the FBI and the Northport Police Department and our state and local law enforcement partners have been searching the area of the Carlton Reserve for Brian Laundrie, a person of interest in the murder of Gabby Petito. So important there in the words. Now, also, we know right now that Brian was, wasn't charged with anything in reference to Gabby's murder. However, we do know that he was charged with fraud. So some of the things that I naturally think about in this case or, or what's been happening the last couple days is number one, another set of parents lost their child. So it is very sad. Regardless of the anger people have towards the laundries, it is still sad someone lost their child. Uh, I don't wish that on anyone. The next thing I thought about was about Brian and thinking, you know, something happened to Gabby. Obviously, Gabby was murdered. We know that. And we know that Brian took her van and drove it to Florida. And then we know he went to the Carlton Reserve. And obviously, we know the ending in this. But I had, I'm curious and this, this goes to, you know, suicide or not suicide or an accident or, or animals or what happened. However, it is curious that he would make the drive back home and then do something. I mean, things can, you know, tension can mount and you can get upset, you know, more upset as the day goes on or what have you. Um, and then, you know, on the 11th is when Gabby was reported missing. So a few days after that is when he went to that reserve, if that's in fact the dates. We don't entirely know the full story. We do know that Mr. Bertolino, whether he likes it or not, uh, made some statements that weren't exactly uh, accurate. But uh, maybe he mixed it up or what have you, but, you know, it wasn't exactly accurate. So I can understand why people are upset. Also, uh, Steve Bertolino was talking about, uh, again, on the news, and they asked him, why didn't you, you know, why didn't the laundries talk? Why didn't they say anything? And he got pretty upset, and he said, because I told them not to. And Steve knows the family for over 25 years. He knows Brian or knew him, 
And so, um, I mean, I'm sure a lot of the anger comes from because he knows them. And he's actually quite angry at the public. Um, but he got pretty angry at that. He, he full on said, I'm the one who told them to not say anything. It's their right to not say something. And many news anchors were saying, but what about the ethical part, right? He wouldn't answer. There was a lot of skirting around issues. They showed a clip of Nicole Schmidt and they said, you know, take a look at that. And, and she was speaking, saying like, why, why are you doing this? Why you talk to us? Meaning the laundries. But Mr. Bertolino did not he did not address it. And so I, I noticed that right away. I'm sure many of you who, if you have seen it, you've noticed it right away as well. And he just skirts around the issue and changes the subject. So I don't know if that's the best thing either. However, um, he does make a good point to, you know, the laundries did lose a son, you know, leave them alone for the day. That's what he said. And I, I understand that. I don't, I don't think anybody should bugging should be bugging them. Just let them do their thing. I find it unfortunate that they didn't speak to Gabby's family from the beginning. Um, one of the things I think about is, you know, it's too bad that they didn't because from what I see, the Petito family, you know, the Schmidt and Petito family are very loving. They would be talking to them course they're angry but this is a lot worse in my opinion not to say anything we kind of can speculate why they're not saying anything but I thought yesterday I was thinking about it you know it's too bad because they would have that support system together you know yes our kids um, were in a toxic relationship things weren't great um, we're not sure what happened if they didn't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I, I shouldn't say I'm pretty sure, but I feel like they knew a lot. And therefore, that's why the, the lawyer and all that, all of us can say that. But it's just too bad because I feel like, you know, if they were loving um, towards each family and, I mean, Gabby was going to marry Brian and vice versa, I feel like there would have been a support there. But, you know, people make choices and they have to live with their choices. Brian made a choice and um, the laundries made a choice. So it is very sad. A lot of people are angry because there's not going to be justice for Gabby. However, we don't know yet what's going to be happening. They're still collecting data in her case. We may see stuff. We may not. I've seen in cases before where... Um, a person is dead, like in Faye Swetlick. Uh, that case, I recall quite quickly that the guy who was the suspect, uh, or they found out he was the suspect, had killed himself, and then it was kind of like, you know, case closed kind of thing. So we'll see what happens in this, uh, especially, I mean, that notebook is going to potentially hold keys. Let me know what you think in, in the comments below. But there's a, a lot of work to be done still, obviously. So um, I know a lot of people were also speculating how weird it was that the timing of, of when they found Brian. Now, before they found Brian's remains, it did seem odd, right? Because, you know, five weeks, the law enforcement, FBI, they're looking for Brian. They're searching, they're searching, they're searching this area. 
and then it's one day that the park is open and then the next morning the family goes back and they find him. But they did start to talk about, you know, the the receding of the water levels and that, you know, perhaps it it wasn't able to get to, that area wasn't able to get to um, in the beginning. So I, I know it seems a little odd, but then, I mean, Brian was found, right? And so we were waiting. I was waiting to do this video. I wanted to make sure that it was him and it was and it is. And so through dental records, it's Brian Laundry. So I know a lot of you may have a lot of things to say. So feel free to in the comments below. Please keep it classy. Uh, I know a little bit people go a little cray cray and uh, it gets to be a little too much. But keep it classy. Just, you know, tell me your thoughts and, um, and we'll have a chit chat below. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. I'm always coming out with new content. Please give this a like and share this out where you can. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.